Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Hey, <laughs> smoking on that stuff there, sister? Oh, little, 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 little in your throat there. Little pickle. Happy Saturday. We survived <clears throat> another week. Did we? Uh, Y'all, another crazy week. Well, I will say this. First off, I'm your regular chick, Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And I'm y'all millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. And I'm y'all millennial chick. <laughs> We're still waiting for them bars, but y'all. I, I gotta do some bars, especially since we every, in every You say it every time. Every time. <laughs> you can blame it on COVID-19. <laughs> I'll make it for I'm dedicated to COVID-19 every day yeah I'm gonna do that we had a lot of people checking in last week uh the episode was pretty deep um yeah but it was before we were talking about the NFL and Kaepernick and saying that the NFL owed him an apology um and Drew Brees <clears throat> owed him an apology but so right. when we aired the show it what well, it came we we after. recorded before before the right. that happened and it and it aired after. So right. since then, the NFL and Drew Brees have apologized, but they haven't apologized directly to Kaepernick that we oh, know yeah. of. They may have sent the text. They may have had like a little Zoom conference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't ever know. No. Sorry, I have a motorcycle. Oh, that's go by go NASCAR. <laughs> go by go. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot took place. Were you guys satisfied with the with the apologies? Not that we, it's our business, but yeah. Listen, listen. That little half apology that he got that he should have gotten a long. Can you repeat that because we have drag racing in the backyard. You got drag racing. Let me get close. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that little half apology. And I don't want to say half ass. I don't want to say ass. I don't. You it. You just but that half it. apology. <laughs> you said you said ass twice. I don't want to say ass. You four times, I think. No, I just don't want to say it. But what happened was. Uh, but yeah. Uh, okay. So I guess if you want to call that an apology, I guess that's probably what it was. But no. I mean, I've heard better from kids. Who are, yeah. used to, who are used to saying, I'm sorry, and that's what that was. That's what or that was. Or a man who got caught cheating, and he mm-hmm. says, I'm sorry, but it's only because he got caught. Got caught. You know what they, I mean? Like, it's sincere, you know? I think they're saying stuff now because we're saying stuff about it, you right. know? Um, yeah. They should apologize to him a long time ago, you know? Um, I mean, it'd be still be nice to hear, you know what I mean? But do we need to hear it though? Yeah. Yeah. We from the NFL, from the NFL and uh, they the commissioner. Apologize yes. to us, but do we need to hear the NFL apologize to Kaepernick? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that will change people from watching it because nobody, nobody uh, blacked out the NFL whenever he was not playing. So I don't know if it would do anything. I don't even, you know, if 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 Colin is okay with the half um, <laughs> apology that he got, if he's okay with him, okay with it too. If he made peace with it, I made peace with it as well. So, but mm -mm. and and I I think they could do better. They're strategic in how they do stuff. They give you just enough. And some yeah. People fall for it. Yeah. They don't want to lose their crowd that says the flag, kneeling for the flag is still bad. They don't want to lose that. They crowd, don't. But they, they don't want to lose the crowd, you know, that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, if they apologize directly to um, Kaepernick, you know, it could be bad for business for them because like you said they they may lose their crowd you know and well, it'll be agreeing I, with Cap but you know I don't know it would still be nice to hear you know because they, they were in the wrong and I think people now are realizing even though we knew it why Kaepernick was kneeling but mm -hmm. people are realizing oh this is why Kaepernick nailed, you know, like, this is why more police brutality. Oh, we didn't think about that. No, like, like we talked about last week, y'all thought it was because he was disrespecting the flag. No, it's deeper than the flag. Like, he's kneeling for a purpose, and they were too dumb to realize it. You know what I'm saying? So well, they, were, they were associating it with the wrong yeah, thing. It had nothing to do with the military, it had nothing to do you know, with the flag. And even in interviews, Kaepernick said that my people are, we're struggling through this injustice. Like we're being killed in the streets. And they're like, oh, shut up and play football. Yeah. And if LeBron James says something, oh, shut up and dribble. Do you know what I mean? And now, and, and I, and I want to ask you because I started seeing some things and I'm like, what? Like, you know, uh, the, the, the man in the house plays video games and he plays Madden and on the screen is like a disclaimer statement mm -hmm. how we don't condone any type of racial you know uh prejudices or whatever you know how you do the the, the template yeah mm -hmm. and it and then it was another game that had it yeah and then you turn on Amazon and Amazon has it Mm -hmm. You turn in Sling and Sling has it or HBO Max and all of these businesses, all these companies Combat. are like Black Lives Matter. Black yeah. Lives Matter what was originated, what, five years ago, maybe? Yeah. And, and this is what we're doing now? And yeah. are they doing this to save them from lawsuits? I do I I don't I don't want to say that they believe it, that they that they don't believe in the movement. But it's like that's a little too late, don't you think? No, it's it's not too it's not too late because look, slavery was four hundred years. I mean, and we ain't been out of it not yeah. that long. So yeah. I'm not expecting for them over a few over some murders that happened within the past three months when there's been murders for years and lynchings for years, years way before we were born, way before our parents were born, way before we for it to change overnight. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> any steps that they make, not any step, not just any step, but a step towards the right thing to do, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm taking it. But they got to be steps. They have yeah. to be steps, leaps and bounds. They have to do it. And there's no stopping. 
Mm -hmm. So I don't no, you're not gonna give me a little bit just to appease me. That's not that's not the chick I I am. I wouldn't yeah. Right. So, you know, and I'm I'm gonna let them because it, it took it took a while. It took a lot of people some time to even see that these murders really made a difference when people right. have been yeah. dying all along. Now yeah. they're like, Oh my god, I can't believe he's dead on his neck. Are you serious? Now all these videos are coming out with people with, with their neck and you're like, You just this one caught your eye? So I I um I understand I understand the George Floyd and everything and what I what I don't get is some people were talking badly about him like you know he's he's not a good guy he wasn't per he wasn't perfect but his did. life had a purpose yeah and what happened we needed to see yeah so, supposed to happen I hate I hate to say that but that was that was supposed to happen for us yeah. to us but maybe other people to really wake up and right. see what's going on mind you this all led up to it uh February Ahmaud Aubrey then Breonna Taylor Breonna now, yeah now George Floyd mm -hmm. enough is enough you know what I mean like and that's why there's these protests every day, every single day for people to really be like, wow, you know. So I think these companies that are, um, and I also, I've getting, gotten so many emails from companies saying, you know, when I go on their website or just opening the email, they're like, Black Lives Matter. We right. are here. We're right. not here for, you know, racism, things like that. Jeff Bezos, like, you know what I mean? They are giving him hell. You know what I mean? Because the minute you mm -hmm. go on on that's the first thing you see and he's um reposting all of these like racist emails and things like that and it's just it's sad because it's like people still don't get it you know what i mean people still yeah. don't understand why we are saying black lives matter again we are not saying black lives are the only lives that you know that matter. we're not excluding all these other lives like it's just black lives are the only ones that are being affected and no one understands so we have mm -hmm. to and shout and protest and everything these companies that are you know uh standing by us with the whole black lives matter movement i think it's a good idea you know especially if they want to keep their business you know they better have a banner or something or send out an email but the one i was disappointed about we were just talking about this before we uh started recording was starbucks and yeah I'm starbucks not they don't want you to come in wearing I don't know if it's staff. I have to look at the story, but I don't think they want their customers to come in that's with any that's not a good move. matter paraphernalia. <clears throat> that's but not I, a good move. That's not a good move. I, I, when I, from what I had read, it said their employees, they had like a meeting and I guess somebody said something about it. Yeah. Employees, Starbucks bands from wearing anything that supports the black lives movement. Those are my clothes. Right. Yeah, well, I can see if Starbucks had a shirt that everybody wore, it, if it's uniformed for them to wear a Starbucks shirt, I get that. I get well, that. you're not wearing it as a barista. You're not wearing it behind the counter. If you're okay, walking so, in to start your job and that's what I have on, that's yeah, what I'm going to take it off from a Starbucks polo. Yeah, if they have something against what you put on before you come into the store, now I got a problem with that. It's a problem. Right. Uniform, uniform, yeah. You can't, I, if you're going to tell me I can't wear what I wear before I get there, I, yeah, that's a problem. But uniform, I don't have a problem with uniforms. I mean, I, I would I would have a business and have people in uniforms if I had a business, because I want everybody to look the same. I don't want any differences with people. Um, you know, so you can know who works there for my company. But yeah, that's crazy if you're saying people can't come inside your store. You're not going to tell me what to wear in there. Right. <laughs> 
Not I walk in and I have a Black Lives Matter shirt and I don't work there. The booty shorts. I mean, ah, so it is hot out. But, you know, <laughs> I got a problem. I got a, no, I, I'm a, I'm, I got a problem with the bonnets. I ain't going to even lie. With I the bonnets? Bonnets. I ain't going to lie. If I had a store yeah. and, and a girl come up, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I got a problem with bonnets. That's just me. It's a personal thing. Well, I am a finer woman, and so I am not to be outside in public with, with a bonnet. bonnet. With a bonnet. Let with me tell bonnet you about, Let me tell you about my sorority, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Oh, you ever see me outside with a bonnet, and it don't even care if it's royal blue. Trust and believe. Mm. I will get checked. Yeah. I will <laughs> I get checked. That should. is not finer at all. Yeah, yeah, as part of a, a, a sisterhood, period. You need to look, don't do that. Don't wear them juicy, don't wear them juicy or bottoms. Juicy on the booty. Juicy <laughs> booty. I love juicy bottoms. They still make those? <laughs> right here. It's like I got the throw throw coming up right here. I haven't seen them in a while, but they was popular back in the day. Back like, I, then. Like I seen it in 50 Cent's video, juicy right across the butt. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like mm. I think they still make them now, though. I don't like those. I don't like the pants. I know a young man who just got out of jail, and he will not stop wearing his pants below his bum. And I want to tell him, but I was like, oh, it's probably his jail experience that makes him keep wanting to wear those pants like that. <laughs> he just got out. I, he stay with his pants. The last thing he is thinking about is them pants. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Poor guy. You know, every time I look, I just pray for him. Like, Lord, pull his pants up. Jesus. I don't know. That's his own personal thing. Right? Yet, I digress. But yeah. Anyway, we I'm got just, to talk yeah. about, um, if you want to, no. defunding the police. This was another topic of discussion this week. Yeah. Um, some people want the police departments to be closed down. We had a minute and a half. Or defund it, like the, the funds don't have to be allocating the funds allocated to the, to the police departments. But to a degree, I agree. I agree to a degree. Because I don't think if you're having a domestic dispute, I don't think a police officer, unless there is some law broken, or I don't think that a police officer should be the one. There should be a social worker or, you know, with a guard dog. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. yeah, a lot of these things, I think someone said, if your dog ran away, a police officer should not be called to chase after your dog. Mm. You need to get a dog catcher. Right. If you're having problems with your marriage, you need a marriage counselor. Right. Yeah. A police officer. Mm -hmm. We could talk I more think, about it. Because I yeah, looks like she to. got something to say. Gotta, she got something. Take a sip, sis. I got to take a sip. We'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Hey. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. podcast on urban media today before the break we talked about um defunding the police LaShawn looked like she got something to say 
Mm-hmm. So, so let me get close and say this. So, in terms of defunding, yes. this is the way I feel. <clears throat> I think, I think, I know the word defunding, defunding. I think maybe it needs to be another word. I think it's an allocation of funds, different places. Of course, we need police, but I think they're doing this study from from neighborhoods that have less police and smaller departments. Uh, but those, those neighborhoods have more resources. So in those neighborhoods that have less police, more people are working, there's more things out there for them in those neighborhoods. There's rich, they're rich in resources. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about defunding the police and taking them out of a, a neighborhood that, you know, nobody's working, so there's a lot of crime, that's silly. They need the police. Either you, either if you're going to allocate these funds, put into something else into the neighborhood where people can survive mm-hmm. instead of being in survival mode and trying to get the things the best way they can. So there's a street here in Pittsburgh. So when I drive down, and I'm going to go in and work out in the morning, I drive down Frankstown. And early in the morning, I'm going to the park, I'm going to work out. And she was there's people. Telling, people. Right? Jerry? Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hello. And there are people out there, you know, uh, people that are in substance abuse and everything. Just, just when you when you're driving down, they're looking back to see if somebody's going to stop them, or you know, they can talk to somebody to get, you know, whatever their next hit, whatever it might be. This neighborhood used to be such a rich neighborhood and resources. There's no longer that. So the people are just there walking up and down these streets. And people from outside the neighborhood know this is a place where there's people that are on drugs and where to go to get, get the drugs and stuff like that. Those, that needs a police presence, mm-hmm. just the presence. Because whenever there's a police presence here, you don't see that many people. But not only does it need a presence, it needs, it needs a place for them to go to detox. You can't, if a police presence just moved them from one street to another, it doesn't stop the issue. Mm-hmm. So if you're, going to, if you're going to put a presence there, police presence there, put something there for these people so that they can have somewhere to go. They need, I mean, come on. People are like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that element in my neighborhood. What are you talking about? That next person on crack could be, it happens to everybody. Your mother, your cousin, you, you never know. Yet, you know, there go I, if it wasn't for the grace of God. So if you're going to take the funding from that, then build something that's going to rehabilitate people and put uh-huh. something in these neighborhoods. Because Frankstown's, if you look at it, aesthetically, it's a nice, it's a nice road that you can put things on. And traditionally, when they used to put things on that road there, people would steal from it. So some of the stores didn't open, stay open because there was theft. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't, you, if you put one store there and half of the neighborhood, most of the neighborhood's not working and you got one store, they stealing from that one doggone store, you know that. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you put up some stores and you hire the people from within the neighborhood, you have a better success. So defunding, I'm for it if it's allocation. Yeah. Different things. But still keep the presence there. But only the presence of good cops. Mm. Only only the presence of those that have not shifted from one police department to the other after they got a bad record from another police department. Mm-hmm. It's as if their, record, their records become expunged. Yeah. We well, keep our records. Like the union, the union exactly. uh, protecting Which them. Which burn them. I, I saw the um, chief of police in Minneapolis 
um, he's all for restructuring his police department yeah. and he is totally ignoring the police union. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm, because they'll interfere in what I've, I've been told was it's difficult when you have like, um, the citizens police review the board, police board. Mm -hmm. that sit in the middle of the police department or the chief of police, the mayor, and then you have the union who represent the, the players, the, the police officers. They, the citizen review board is like, okay, so this, bless you. So this <laughs> happened. We need to rec make a recommendation because they don't, they're not employed with the right. police. They're not employed by right. or for whatever. So right. they make a recommendation. This police officer acted this way out of pocket, blah, blah, blah. We recommend that he's suspended or we recommend that he's, you know, fired or he recommend, we recommend he gets treatment, da, 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 da. So before this even happens, the chief of police will be like, he'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Or nah, yeah. let's just, or if they say we recommend that he's fired, right. the chief of police can override. They're just making a recommendation. The union okay. does the same thing. The union would be like, oh, we didn't hear anything about it or right. it's fine. You know, and, it, and it's not fair to the community because here you have a police officer, rather a man or woman, who mm -hmm. have these marks on their record. Right. They have these marks in their record and they're ignored because it's the brotherhood or we're low staffed or, right. you know, mm -hmm. it's really not that big of a deal, whatever to keep him on. But this person is going to keep working. Yeah. This person is Derek Chavez mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who received 15, less than 20 marks on his record. They knew this. They knew it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think that they we need to we need to weave through the records and say, okay, oh, you got how many violations? Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. Um, da, 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 you got like, what? You gotta go. Like, yeah. Pull out the bad apples. Yeah. Well, the, the police operate. They're they're called the FOP, Fraternal Order of Police. They operate as if a fraternity or a fraternity brothers. Yeah. But right. people have to understand, even with that, if there's wrong in your family, you got to call it out, or you're accountable, just like they are for what mm -hmm. they did wrong. Mm -hmm. I can't keep saying because I'm in this sorority that this person is okay with what she does. No, she no, it isn't. All because right. I'm a part of that. You know, I mean, family. You got to call family out. So for a long time, they didn't do that. And I remember, you know, growing up, my father used to always tell me whenever I was working because he used to say get into the union because back then unions were strong. You if you mm -hmm. got to a job, your goal was to get into the union of that job, start paying your union dues because then you had that person to fight for you. And mm -hmm. and one of the things I learned about unions, a couple, that they were strong, but also they kept bad people. The union would keep a bad person. If they right. did something wrong, you get your union store, your union store got you and you were back in there. And I I mean I used to work in a union, I used to be like, how did they get so-and-so the union store came in boop talked on back they were back in so yeah. they had their own thing too they had their own brotherhood sister or whatever from the unions nobody held anybody accountable they right. did the same things with the police so those things i said to say like um unions i don't know i don't think we need those anymore um well i, I shouldn't they're not as effective as they used to be right um, and they're not holding anybody accountable. But I don't, I don't want to say that because for a person who 
who worked, um, who was a union member, um, but this is just, it's in media. It, it helped when the company, and you, you know well, you're well aware of what unions represent and what they do, but when mm -hmm. you work for a company that did not, that does not care about the well-being of their employees, like they're just doing whatever they want to do, unions are necessary. You know, right, right. I, I think that maybe they're just a little too involved, where it, yeah. if you're covering up something that's wrong, then no. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, yeah. then you're not necessary on that end. Well, yeah. But if you're protecting the employer, your union member, then yeah, I think so. They are necessary. Yeah, they started to get rid of them. Once, once they started doing the labor relation laws and stuff like that, there was just certain things that companies just couldn't do. Union or not, all across the board, this couldn't happen to anybody. And then if people felt really strongly about it, there, there, there is the labor relations board that you can go to and outside of a union, because there were some people that weren't in the unions, didn't want to pay that dues, you can go to the outside of them and, and file a claim too. And then some people were like, look, I'm going to get a lawyer and fight. That way I know my money is put towards this. Right. So, right. I mean, I kind of disbanded unions and things like, I get it. Everybody has a union. I mean, NFL has a union. Everybody has one. And I worked for one for years. I used to get my money and I never had any reason to really use them. Listen, I'm glad I'm glad we're talking about unions because our good friend Alexis Johnson, um, podcaster, also a media chick. She's a journalist, yeah. a journalist for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. I mean, it made national, it national attention. Um, she's a journalist, one of two. Um, well, she's a journalist, and then the, Michael Santiago is a photographer. Both uh -huh. were barred from covering uh, any uh, protest coverage protest yeah. stories within the city. Um, so they're already dealing with COVID-19, so they're working from home. So they're right. not in the, you know, not in the newsroom or anything like that. Something that Alexis did on her personal time, on her personal Twitter, um, she posted something I thought it was funny, uh, but it was uh, in reference to a Kenny Chesney concert and what happens after the Kenny Chesney concerts are over. It's like the city is trash, the arena's trash, yeah. the lot's trash. It's the trash. Same. And so she was describing like, oh, look at the devastation and da 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 da. And she's like, oh, this is from the Kenny Chesney concert. Whoops. I chuckled, thought it was, I was like, yeah. I guess because I'm from Pittsburgh and I've seen the news reports about how Pittsburgh leaves these arenas and she got caught in the office and said she broke some type of social media ethics code or whatever. And and was barred from covering the stories, and that's not cool. No, I'll tell you what though, that girl got some. That girl got some favor. Folks are like siding with her. Yeah, and the union is protecting her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You good. know, I, go ahead, Jerry. I'm sorry. No, no, not. I was just gonna say, and they should. And this is where um, a union is very helpful in situations uh like this um for alexis you know it's unfortunate and if that's true what she said was true we talked me and my mom talked about that um the one day even when there's like um there was another uh was it the um penguins game or something like that or one of them went to the you know finals or whatever it is they trashed it like everywhere you know and then people make and was fighting too. They ain't showed the fighting. They was getting it on. Oh my God. It was terrible. You know, yeah. but when this stuff happens, oh, Black Lives Matter destroying this and that and blah, blah, blah. 
like, come on, like, that's not, no, first of all, we don't, that's the mother people, but, you know, and then she had every right, that's her personal Twitter, for, for her to be, you know, barred from, especially since she's black, her and the photographer, from, all like, things, though, why would you bar often, her and the photographer from covering, that's not cool at all, so, I didn't, I didn't get that, I know there's a certain thing, even though, excuse me, even though we all work different jobs outside of our podcast that we do, and we we do have to be very careful about some of yeah. because it gets misconstrued. Because I mean, yeah. some people can look at some things that we said, especially during Black Lives this Black Lives Matter movement, that we're racist, but we're not. We're just we're just stating what we see and mm-hmm. and our lives and how it's been for us. None of us said, you know, like you know, KKK should die. I n- not it hasn't been that. So we always have to watch everything that we do. So that it doesn't come back to our jobs that we have. So in 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 terms of her, for her to, you, I watch things that I even put on my personal, um, Twitter, all that. I watch that, but for them to look at that, but not say anything to her, but take her off of um, covering Black Lives Matter. You were making a point. You should have. You should have said some. You're like, okay, you want to make fun of us? We got you, sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was making a point. That's, That's what I feel. That was making a point. It wasn't like they came and said, "Listen, be careful." And, and then they, because really, they would have had to put a whole. They would have to like mark a whole bunch down, like why it was wrong for her to post that. Because I didn't see anything racist with that comment. I think she was making a comparison. Yeah. Booting is that's a good reporter. But that's I guess being that I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I guess being that she is a member of the media, you have to you have to have is it unbiased? Right. You know, you can't you can't think for yourself when you're mm-hmm. representing the mm-hmm. media. I got in trouble for for sharing something I thought was funny and, and another yeah. person thought it was insensitive and caught my job. And I was on medical leave and they told me to take it down because mm-hmm. my name on my Instagram account had the radio station handle. Mm-hmm, and right. so wherever you go, you represent yeah. my company. Yeah. You represent this company. Right. So whatever you, and I get that. And, and it's not like Alexis didn't get it, but she's just like, there are other people who tweet things, who say things publicly, representing your brand at the same time and they're not taken off of an assignment right you know what i'm saying but in light of this she's received so much attention uh she's on interviews she's on the cover of the courier she's i don't think she's on the cover of the post gazette but um i know (laughs) that msnbc has interviewed her um they made they verified her account i said that's what the hell i got to do (laughs) my twitter account shoot Giant, Giant Eagle decided they are no longer selling the Post Gazette in their store, yeah. and they are donating three hundred and fifty thousand dollars towards social justice. Like, good yeah. move. That didn't have nothing to do with Giant Eagle, and I was like, "Wow, Giant Eagle that, did that." Because yeah. if they, you know, all it takes is one person to say something. If somebody was to go in there and see more um, 
papers, someone can easily complain and say, you know what, they took a black journalist off of here. Do you guys support what had happened? You know what I mean? All it takes is one person to say something and they want to, you know, I think that's a good idea though. You know, that shows that they are supporting her, but they had to make a move quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want to ask you uh, something, Jerry, if you think this mm -hmm. is a good idea, that yeah. Walmart stopped putting their multi-ethnic hair care and beauty products in a lot of cases before you answer, because I know you got something to say. Breathe, take a sip, take a sip, Sean, take a sip. <laughs> it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Hold on, sip. Should have had my mind for this. <laughs> HBCU Sports with Trevin A. Jones, weekly on Urban Media Today Radio. A full report on all HBCU sports action. Also join us on a weekly basis on Urban Media Today, Talking Sports. With our host, Trevin A. Jones, sports columnist Ray Porter Jr., sports reporter Vince Butts, and the big guy, Alan Lincoln. That's all happening weekly on Urban Media Today Radio. Hey, girl, Hey. hey. video to this episode you will see that LaShawn has rolled her eyes about 50 11 times from this, this tease I'm sure she is perturbed she's a Peter and appalled Peter and appalled about this story so it was reported Walmart you know decided we're not going to lock up the multi-ethnic hair care and beauty products we're not we're, we're not we're just not going to lock it up anymore Man. you <laughs> You know what I mean? That just, like, that's just, come on now. We know Black people is shopping for those products, you know. And to be honest, I've never seen it in the city of Pittsburgh, so I don't know if any of you have, or, but I've seen, you have. I've seen it in, I've seen it in Baltimore. Okay. I've seen it in Baltimore, but they're in a depressed area. The areas, and yeah. people are going to steal it. But well, they, also steal, they also steal Miss Clairol. They also steal... Man. Yeah. So, it's, it, you know, if anything, lock up all the products. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just target... And I can't get my leave-in conditioner without calling for Becky up the front. I didn't mean to say Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky was just the first word, the first... <laughs> Miss Carrie, I didn't mean... I, I You know... Becky with the good name. I did not yeah. mean to say Becky. Becky. Sorry. But, um, yeah, it shouldn't have done to begin with, you know. Um, they know that Walmart is one of the places where a lot of African Americans go for, you know, those hair products. I go to Walmart and uh, sometimes mm -hmm. Target. Target don't do that though. You know, they don't lock up their case. Um, you know, it just shows I mean, I get it if you're in a more depressed area, but like that's just targeting to us because white lock up the aspirins. You know, like you know you yeah. know. Like, it I mean, you have to have a need to lock lock up that and glue. That's what like, I'm saying. And lock you have to have a driver's license to, uh, yeah. to get yeah. allergy yeah. medicine. Allergy medicine. medicine, right? You know, lock mm -hmm. that up. Not hair products. Like that's not cool. Mm -hmm. You know, not uh, it's just insinuating that all black people steal. You know what I mean? Like I don't like that because not all of us steal. If you steal, then that's your business. But don't put me in that category. You well, know what I mean? Steal, Jerry. Not all we of us. Steal. 
not all of us. Not all of us still. Yeah. Well, you know what? When that stone was thrown, it <laughs> ain't hitting the soil. I didn't. I didn't make a noise when that stone hit. I wasn't like, "Ow," because I understand it. I think. I think with most. Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. Isn't it a coincidence that we be talking about this and Fred pop in? Fred, <laughs> ladies, 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 ladies. What? What happened? Ladies. Why are you all hey. laughing? Man? See. Hey, Fred. Hey. Changes up the game on me. No, shut up, Fred. Good to see you, Fred. I miss you, Fred. You know what? You called me that so much, I almost thought my name was really Fred. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Next so time we all get together, about, we all got to get together. We're What's going on, about, Um, A lot of the businesses, thanks for joining us. A lot of the businesses who are making these commitments and donations, Apple committing to $100 million racial equity and justice causes, HBO removed Gone with the Wind. They said they're going to bring it back when they get the right disclaimer. NASCAR right. banned the co uh, Confederate flag, but a driver quit after that. And then Walmart stopped putting uh, multi-ethnic hair care and beauty products in lock cases. All this after Black Lives Matter, all of this, you know, to, to like, look, we don't want no smoke. We don't want no problems. Mm -hmm. um, LaShawn and Jerry are like, why you got to put our stuff behind a locked case? Mm -hmm. I get it. Everybody step in. Let me preface it with what I say. I, I get why some of the things underneath the locked case. Because, listen, when you set up a business, and all of us know because we're all business people, location, location, location. Mm -hmm. And one of the, some of the locations of some of the Walmarts and some depressed areas where you know they're, they're taking, they know that some of that's going to be stolen and that's in theft. I've, I've worked in different pharmacies where different things, like I would, it would be different in every pharmacy. If I was in a pharmacy, like a stop and shop in a, inside of a grocery store, some mm -hmm. things were locked up because that area, they would steal it. And it was it white, black, whatever. They would steal it. They would lock it up. And I would be like, why do you guys got this locked up? They were like, yeah, because this is where they make the meth. So they have to lock this particular drug up in this store. Yeah. I'll go to another state. They have this locked up. And they were like, these people here steal this. So when Walmart came out and, and it said, you know, we're going to take the hair products out, it's like, we're, okay, so let's do our little part for Black Lives Matter. We're just going to take, unlock these from here. Mm -hmm. Just to have something to say. You're so right. I, I, get, I get why I was locked up. Because, I mean, when I was in college, man, we used to buy those hair products. At Buy what? We used to buy the hair products that they were still at the store. Why don't <laughs> tell nobody? Don't tell nobody. Okay. <laughs> when they used to go in there and steal them, they yeah. would come around to the campus and be like, hey, I got some hair grease. We used oh, to go, yeah. How much is it? You sitting at the barbershop or the, at the yeah. bar, somebody walking in selling some, yeah. some uh, jerry curl weave. Mm, weave. Fred, what you got? I'm saved now, though. I'm saved. You're funny. You're not saved. You were always saved and blessed. Don't even try it, mama. It's all good. Um, two things. Uh, Cicerelli, I believe, is the, man, the name of the driver for NASCAR. He quit. He said that he quit not because of the fact that uh, no one could wave the Confederate flag. Uh, he said it's because of freedom of speech. He said it's the mere fact that in America you should be able to do what you want to do, and you do have the freedom of speech. So that's his response to why he quit um, NASCAR. Um, okay. I, I'm not mad at that. With no. the uh, conf, 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 the Confederate flag itself, um, 
I have a problem. People need to understand what's going on with the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag stood for the secession of states. It did not stand for slavery, in a sense. First and foremost, there's 13 stars on the Confederate flag. Two of those stars are for Missouri and Kentucky, which were the two original states, were two states that did not ever secede from the United States of America. Um, secession. That's what the Confederate flag stands for. There was 11 states that actually seceded from the Union, and then you had the other two. Now, I'm going to contradict myself for a second because one of the meanings and the purposes for the Confederate flag was the, the countries, the states behind it, they were fighting for their right to do what they wanted to do, those states. Now, part of what they wanted to do was slavery, own my people totally wrong so every time i see a confederate flag i get mad because i'm like yo wait a minute do you understand that there's hatred behind that flag um and not only hatred but the fact is that that flag was secession from the united states of america so if everybody's trying to be together and if you want to fly that confederate flag right now you're saying that i don't want to be with everybody else i don't mm -hmm. want to be a part of america because back in the 1860s the flag actually was uh, created 1861. Uh, the Confederacy actually used it from 1861 to 1865. Um, and that was during the Civil War. And the Confederate flag as we know it was the third choice of the Confederacy because they had right. two other flags before that. Uh, and the reason they used that one is because the first flag they used was confusing with the Union flag. So they had to say, oh, wait a minute, we gotta do this again. So it took them two more times to get it right as far as they're concerned. Um, for me as black folks, I mean, when I was growing up and I saw the Confederate flag, I got confused. And I'll say this from a sports perspective, because the University of Mississippi used the Confederate flag. When I was growing up, they had uh, oh, um, Rebel, the Ole Rebel. Miss. Uh, the Rebel, yep. Yeah, Ole Miss had the Rebel, and then behind the Rebel was the Confederate flag. Yep. Um, so I thought that was cool. I mean, I didn't know any different. And even though I was younger and I studied black history, I'm like, wow, okay, college football, I'm looking at this flag, I'm looking at this symbol, that's kind of cool. I watched a documentary on um, the, the logo for Ole Miss, and they said there's two different versions to the story, uh, that uh, the rebel was the representation of the colonels and, and everybody in the Confederacy. Then there was another version that says that the rebel was actually patterned after a black man who was blind. I think his name was Blind Jim, who used to be at the football games back in the 30s. He wasn't uh, Blind Jim. Uh, what was he called? There was an N in the front of his name. Oh, no, I didn't see that in the information that I saw. But anyway, uh, so that was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Okay. I'm usually the the, the, the rebel or the, or the militant. No, uh, But no, I'm going to let you have that one right now. She's taking over that one. Uh, that's what's up. That's how I love her, though. I mean, keep it real. Um, but I don't think that was really, like, the rebel wasn't patterned after him. He did look like Colonel Reb but it really wasn't him. Um, so, you know, in that vein, I say to this, you know, black folks, um, all the stuff that you were saying, people were doing this, doing that, and doing certain things, that's all cool. That's cool, at least you're, you're making an attempt, okay? But just don't sugarcoat it. I mean, if you're right. gonna be real, it's up to us now as a people to move forward and make sure that people are responsible for what they do from this day moving forward. You can't right. change history. Um, you can't change history, you can't rewrite history, you can't put an asterisk on it. Whatever happened, happened. You have right. to accept what happened and move forward. I get right. so tired of us now in this society trying to change what happened. Like you're trying to put an asterisk on something. No, it happened. Accept it, move forward. Because right, so, we're products of the history. It we're the product of that. So you no can't doubt. change what happened. It made me who I am. And even Definitely. if you change it, it doesn't disappear who we are. How but will it you will explain who we are if you changed it or erased it? 
but it will. And this is what me being a sports person. It changes how you think of me. Definitely. And what you think about me. That's what Definitely. it changes, but it doesn't change me. History doesn't change anything. It just changes. It just enlightens your, your knowledge. Because a lot of people didn't understand. Right, right. but don't miss this point. And I, I don't mean to talk, talk over you guys. Don't miss this point. You and I are here today, okay? We got children, grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren that are coming behind us. If you change history today and we accept the change, the children that are coming behind us will never know what happened. Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the people who are trying to change it will go even further to try to totally erase it. That's so now if you totally that. erase it, yeah, did you? Okay, yeah. cool. If you totally erase it, the young ones coming behind us, that makes us even more distant. That breaks up our, our culture. That breaks up, uh, like, it makes us just totally separate. Like, they won't even know what we went through. They won't know what our grandparents went through, our great-grandparents went through, and so forth and so on. And like Laverne said, that, that made us who we are. Right. So we got to share that moving forward. They got to, we got to make sure that we don't forget. You yeah, can forgive, but you don't have to forget. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Because I understand like people want, now that they're in this movement for this time, everybody wants to clear this slate. And clear but you, oh, did Jerry fall? No, Jerry fall and she can't get up. I think that, I'm sorry. Okay. But <laughs> people want to. People want to clean the slate from now, from what happened. And they're like, George Floyd, we're going to clean the slate. You can't clean the slate from this. There's no cleaning slate. The slate, you know, because that would negate the fact that Martin Luther King, that would negate the fact that other people have done the other. No, no, no. This right here is just another page in history. So we can't forget the people that came way, way before Martin Luther King. We can't forget that. That we're not wiping any slates. We're not wiping history. We just want people to be knowledge of the history and understand why we feel the way we do. Listen, and there's plenty of us that don't even know about this. Y'all are saying the exact same thing. All I want is to go in Walmart and pick up my uh, my shea butter leave-in conditioner and my coconut oil. They got I'm it. I have to call Miss Carol to the gate and ask her to open up the gate. <laughs> Carol. Okay. She's always on break. And Miss Carol ain't never there. Ain't yeah. she like real old and she walked real slow. Yeah. Bless her and heart. Forgot to keep well, Bless her you heart. Know what? To be real, don't be mad at that. Don't be mad at that. Because you know as well as I do. Slow? No, don't be mad at sometimes stuff's locked up. Because just like oh. Laverne said earlier, in certain neighborhoods, I don't care what color no, you no, are. No, 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 no. I understand that part. Because my thing is, we can't steal. You can't, you can't steal. You can't expect them not to lock it up. Because yeah, if they keep stealing, they're going to put prices steal. in. It is what it is. People steal. That's what they, some people, that's what they, they do. do. But all people steal. Ain't just my people That's what the argument is. I don't steal. Yeah. Okay. That's, I think that's what the, the argument is. is. You the need other to, stuff like and the herbal essence and stuff like that. There's people like who steal that too. That though. Do you want that? Huh? You want herbal essence? No, no, no. no. I mean, I'm just saying like you don't sell that way. Lock up all the hair. White products. rain. What? For one. <laughs> like they, they do. Like, they do lock up the tube socks and it draws that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we ain't got no tube socks or no drawers. <laughs> what? I need to know where you're shopping. So that's wow. the wall. Well, they used to come inside the barbershop with two <laughs> tube socks and drawers in the barbershop. I said, wow. I'm like, if somebody, I, I'm just waiting to see who buys that. But okay, well, so I, yeah, I get it. We gotta go to break.
Um, Fred, I'm glad you dropped in. I don't know if you want to stay. Fred, go on and say what you got to say. Yeah, stay for a little bit. We ain't got that much longer. Go on, stay, Fred. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media Today. Hold on, stick. Looking for some magic? Urban Media Today Radio. For the very best in adult and urban music, listen to us on our app at TuneIn or Live 365. Urban Media Today features great music, entertainment updates, HBCU sports, breakfast toast and jams mixes for your morning wake-up, and sports. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and register to win prizes on a weekly basis, all right here on Urban Media Today Radio. Hey, girl, hey. hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Hey, friend. I got a feeling I just got in trouble. I got I came in in the middle of your conversation the last time, so I just went ahead and started talking. So I don't yeah. even know if you were talking no, down a product came or in at the right time. Whenever we need to learn a little bit more blackness, we need to be have a little bit more blackness. <laughs> pop up. So okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, we we just had a couple of things, and you know, I think somebody was saying something about you know Amazon and all these people and changing their stance on Black Lives Matter. They gotta realize. Their essential workers was us. That's what keeps their business going. That's why people got to change their view because yeah. people that they thought were nothing before and yeah. they put, they put their corporations thought these people are nothing. He's just the male person. She mm-hmm. just cleans the bathroom. But whenever COVID nineteen came in, you needed your male. You mm-hmm. needed that bathroom clean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You needed someone that worked at the grocery store, which you thought you were better than them. Right, because right. they're just a checker at the grocery store, they mm-hmm. were essential. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you this: Can you carry on a conversation without sounding prejudiced or angry? Like recently, I I'm having problems carrying on a conversation. Everything that I'm talking about, and maybe it's because I work in the media, but everything I'm talking about is related to systemic racism, Black Lives Matter, police mm-hmm. brutality, because it is, it's, it's happening around me. Yeah. But I'm immediately on the defense. I'm ready to hear you slip up. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding, I'm sticking my chest out a little bit further, you know, a little bit yeah. out more because I don't want you to see any weakness in me. I don't know if I'm making this a mental situation no. or what. Are you, are you guys? It's wokeness. That? You're it's woke. woke. It's definitely woke. Yeah. I ain't woke. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you you weren't asleep, but there's different things that now there's more things you're in tune to. You're now. Exactly. You Especially, know. you know, I was just, you know, I have a lot of uh, friends of different races on my social media accounts. And, you know, I said what I had to say, you know, this, it it's not right. Black Lives Matter, you know, that cop should get second degree you know why is this always happening to african-americans and i was waiting patiently for sorry i was waiting for somebody to say something about it you know what i mean like because automatically you're on the defense because no one's going to understand 
you know like no one gets it they just think like we're just one-sided with this but like no you're not look at the bigger picture you know so I agree like I can have a regular conversation with somebody about it but the minute it's like you said I'm waiting for them to slip up you know what I mean like just waiting for it so I don't know. I don't think I waited for the conversation or anything. I'm not waiting for the conversation. Most people didn't know me. I'm not, I'm not a social media person. I'm going to say what I got to say. I, I attend meetings and say what I got to say. So even people that know me, I'm not waiting for you to slip up. You just know not to slip up around me. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want to say. And then sooner or later, it's going to come out the way you feel. It is. And it's going to come out the way I feel too. I don't really, um, I don't have to talk about, you know, uh, get racial with anybody because everybody knows my stance about how I feel about myself and being a black woman and just being in, in the black race period and, and the social injustice and everything with us. Everybody knows how, even you know, on my job, they know. So, I mean, I address those issues whenever, whenever need be. I'm not waiting on it, I'm on it. Right. I'm on it. You know, Listen. you're gonna watch around me what you say. Lady. How much time we got? How much time we got? Come on and say it. Two minutes. <laughs> you, you two minutes. Yo, listen, don't drink the Kool-Aid, man. Don't even fall into that to that to that hole. That's a hole that you'll fall into. And and Kiki, nothing against what you said. It's that um having a conversation is having a conversation. I don't walk into a conversation thinking that I am racist or thinking that I have to be defensive. I walk into a conversation looking at you, and as I teach my son, when you see a person, you call them by their name. Uh, you look, the first thing you see is the person and then you ask them their name so that can help you fill out who the person is. That's just how I look at life. So even white, black, yellow, tan, I don't care who you are. If you're in a conversation with me, even now during this climate, I'm not looking at you as a white person. I'm listening to what you're saying as a person and then I'm digesting what you're saying. And it might take me a minute to think about it. And then yeah. sometimes my response, you might perceive it because it's all about perception. You might perceive it as me being racist or me being defensive because it's not going to be that way. I'm going to deliver to you what you delivered to me after I regurgitate it, actually intelligently look at it, listen to it. And some people might think that's a lot of time. But Laverne, you know, we're both thinkers. That's how we operate. When you give me something, I'm going to think about it and then I'm going to reply. So Kiki, to answer your question directly, no, nowadays, mm -mm, I'm not looking at something feeling like I'm a racist or I'm on defense because I've never had to be. And I'm not going to be. Mm-hmm. So as an intelligent black man, I'm going to handle you as an intelligent black man because I am a black man. I expect you to handle it the same way. So if you can't, then that means you don't understand. So I'm going to let you walk away not understanding, not me. Does that make us too sensitive? Sometimes or we are too alert? sensitive. Sometimes we are, sometimes we are. Like too alert? Yes. It's because like you and Jerry said, some, I'm on defensive. You don't have to be. Your beautiful black queens are walking this world and you're experiencing your experiences and the experiences that you digest help make you who you are. So you need to take that, cherish that, put that in your crown and walk through life so that as you address and approach people, you demand and give respect. Just make sure you're giving them respect first because you're going to demand it in return. Right. So I don't think that should make you, you, sh- you shouldn't have to walk around here defensive. You shouldn't have to walk around here sensitive because there's nothing to be sensitive about. You're powerful. As you've seen, young ones nowadays are leading marches. This is, this is needed, needed. The young ones are showing you the confidence that they have. Where'd they get the confidence from? You, right. your generation. It's something that you passed down. So you need to take credit for that, cherish that and say, you know what, wait a minute. 
I have two feet that I'm standing on. I have two strong legs. I have blood pumping through my heart. I have an intelligent brain that I'm feeding on an everyday basis. Let me handle it that way. So no, babe, mm -hmm. um, you don't have to walk through life thinking, ooh, I'm a racist. Ooh, I'm defensive. No, you really don't have to. Yeah, because in this climate, there everything is going to be changed and turned around against you and things like that. I think everybody's watching what they say now. Everybody's. You know what? Yeah. I think the people who weren't comfortable initially are now watching what they say. I mm -hmm. think people who were comfortable from the jump are saying exactly what's on their mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I went through a training, a, a racial inequity class, racial equity class, and um, there was a woman in there of a different color. She wasn't black. And she, whenever they, they, it was just the introduction. And during the introduction, she was so uncomfortable with the introduction. And I was like, you, all you gotta do is just say your name and where you're from and have you ever had anything, incident happen? Mm -hmm. And I thought, and this is just me thinking, because I think some people are so uncomfortable with it especially whenever they're surrounded by it and they have to address it. They're so uncomfortable about what they're going to say because they are racist. Mm. And now they're, and I think she was in a class where now we're, we're really going to address the way I feel. Mm. And I don't know how to take that, you right. know? So there's going to be so many people that are going to be so uncomfortable during this time that even whenever they look at you, they don't even know what to say because they're afraid of, you know, something coming out wrong now. Yeah. If I if I may, and I don't want to take over, um, I think that we use the word racist too freely, and the reason I say that is this: because there's some people on both sides of the fence. So some black people who never dealt with white people before. Mm -hmm. There's some white people who never dealt with black people before. There's Latinos who never dealt with white people or black people. There's Mexicans who've never dealt with either race. So a lot of times you're gonna have this where it's now it's like, wait a minute, I didn't know that that's how life was. Because just like you will say, some people never leave their neighborhood. You all are familiar with Pittsburgh. Some people will live in Homewood and will say they've never been downtown. How is that possible, first and foremost? Yeah. But that being said, that's the same thing amongst people. People tend to stay where they're comfortable. So now I think if somebody steps out of their comfort zone, that's not going to make them a racist. I think no. they just need to understand. So I think that a lot of times we as a whole, not just certain people, we as a whole kind of use that racist term too loosely right now because yeah. immediately you're ready to put that label out there and sometimes I think that's unfair let me ask this because it was said to me this week we can't be racist because oh we, my oh, god that's oh yeah we can't be I didn't finish what I was look at y'all calm sorry. down I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. I was like what like calm <laughs> who was you talking to Kiki we can't be we can be prejudiced but we can't be racist because racists that that term racist is owned by the majority. The majority sees themselves as a higher power or the most the most wise or whatever, and they look down on anyone they feel is below them. That's mm -hmm. what makes a racist. So unless we carry that characteristic, we can't be racist. Mm -hmm. We can be prejudiced, but not racist. We're racist against our own people. Thank you. But is yeah. that racist or is that prejudice? Why are you playing with words? 
It's yeah. the same thing. Prejudice is racist. Prejudice is racist. And I don't care. I'll stand toe-to-toe with anybody. It's a bias. Yes, you have a bias, which is prejudice, racist. That's a bias. When you have a bias, it is what it is. Whatever way you want to call it, you can call it that. But like Laverne said, we are prejudiced and racist against our own. You being a light-skinned sister, being very beautiful, some dark-skinned sisters will stand next to you or won't even want to affiliate with you because you're a light-skinned sister. Then they'll put judgment on you and say, yeah. oh, you're this way without even talking to you, without yeah. even finding out who you are. We do that amongst our own people. Yeah. Without yeah. question. Without question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is very true. I remember when I was in college and they used to be like, okay, so you're going to, you're going to pledge this fraternity because you're going to pledge this sorority because of this color. Yeah, you know, you're going to be this and this one because you have this. You're right. too dark to be that in that sorority. And I used to be like, oh my god, like I mean, I had to do that when I was a kid. Like people say, you're cute for a little for a dark girl. Yeah, you're oh, yeah. cute for dark skin. Um, you're yeah. cute for girl. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I get the red, red bone, bone, yellow bone. Look at you, red bone. Red yeah, bone. So, we have it. There's some things we just got to get over our own self. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, this day and age, we got to get over people hating us. We got to get over us hating us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, we got a lot. And like, like I said, as long as we keep making steps and stop, you know, doing the pledge without doing the steps, but you know, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm for it, but not doing the work. That's, it's not going to work. We got to continue. We got to hold people accountable. We got to hold our own selves accountable. Mm-hmm. We got to have that conversation with our uncles or with our aunts that because they're older and they have their own racist bias too. We got to talk to them about it. You know, we and we got to correct people, but we got to stand. We got to stand in our own truth. We got to stand in it. If this well, is a so- this that that self-love. that was a good that was a good talk. I like that. Fred, thank you for joining us today and teaching us a little something and yelling yeah, at I me. Didn't, I didn't teach <laughs> anything. I wasn't yelling. I, I was excited. here. He wasn't I was, yelling. I was excited. What you not do? You yeah, ain't gonna do. That's not what he said. You got witnesses, Fred. That's not what he said. <laughs> uh, it's all good because it's you all in love. You heard it. You heard it. No. <laughs> I can't. We, we just gotta love each other. We just right. gotta love each other. We gotta love ourselves and love each other. Yeah. I love y'all. No problem. I mean, I love everybody. I love yeah, my little white neighbor up the street who never does his yard. Never. Okay. I'm going out there to do. Tell I love him so much. I'm going to do his yard. Tell who love who love us. Love is going to make me pass episode. Yard. Love that mute button because I'm going to clean his yard. I'm taking out my lawn, but I'm going to do his lawn. They talk sports. Yeah, Fred, thank I you so much for out. joining us today. Right, yep. Next time we get together, you got to get together with us, Fred. Mm, I was a producer. Y'all kicked me out. See how y'all do? COVID I'm, I'm glad to be back. Blame it on COVID. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. Blame it on COVID. <laughs> Ladies, have a great show. Continue. Shut up, Fred. Whatever, Fred. Have a good show. Love you all. All right. Love you, Fred. Peace out, baby. Jer, Jer, how do we get, how do people catch past episodes? Oh, we so gotta do that. The past episodes of the Hey Girl Hey podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Live365, Anchor FM, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> And then what you got to say, LaShawn? I ain't got nothing to say because I don't remember. <laughs> you just gotta look us up. <laughs> 
Instagram. Hey girl, hey podcast 2018. You can look us up on Facebook at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Or you can look us up at Twitter on Twitter at Girl Hey 2018. Or you can email us at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com. But if you want to call us and leave a message, you can call us at 412-709-6130. Yes. Real close. Yes. <laughs> this is a good show. You are this was good. Hero. This was good. Please note, we are not racist or prejudiced. No. no. We are neither one. Okay. We're just conscious so, and we're woke. We're just yep. talking about what you're talking about. And we're just using our platform to share valuable information, tell you how all of this affects women, my age, Jerry's age, and LaShawn's age, because she is a woman of a certain age. Yep. And she responds to things differently. She doesn't care. I don't. And Jerry and I care too much. So yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> our perspective this is why we're here and we appreciate yeah. you watching and we appreciate you uh checking out the show thank you so much i am the radio chick kiki thank brown you. and i am the chatter chick LaShawn tipton i'm your millennial chick jimmy tipton it is the hey girl hey podcast with no music okay there's music okay it's <laughs> the hey girl hey podcast the urban media today Listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn Live 365 or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio.